Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 37. How are you, Dad? I'm all right. I'm okay, Steve. <laughs> that, was, that was very, very I'm stern and very punchy, <laughs> wasn't it? I'm all right. Yeah. Well, I'm leaning against a, at the edge of my desk at the moment. It's sticking in my back, so I'll have to move. move so my you're head. not all right. Well, you told me not to be too relaxed. We were too relaxed last week. Well, so. Yeah, we were starting to fall, yeah, like, fall so back in our chairs. I tried to m- make myself a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm all right. You're a bit yeah. more alert at the moment. Yeah, I'm all right now. I've moved myself now. Just, you've not got a desk in your back. No, no, I'm all right now. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's still really warm down here. It is. It is unbelievable. I, I keep it's stopping waiting. you from working. Uh, it's that's exactly what it's doing, Stephen. It's stopping me from working. Well, it's stopping me from videoing. It's not stopping me from working. I'm doing quite yeah, a lot yeah. Of work. Yeah, but I can't. I can't video because I have to close all the windows, all the doors. And it stifles in here, and you can't put a fan on because it will make a noise. Mm. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm stuck with it. But I've done a little bit more to that picture. You'll be happy to know. Yeah, uh, good. But it's coming along nice. I I love the concept. I want to see it in real life, not now, but in a minute. I will. In, well, not in a minute after the show is finished. I showed you because you yeah. showed me on the cam webcam yesterday. But ah. I want to see it in person. Uh, well, it's it's coming just to give you wet. Everybody's whistle. Um, it's really um, work. I'm working on the fantasy idea, as you know, and uh, but uh, my, I'm trying to bring colour into it. You know, when you think of snow scenes, you think, well, it's a bit black. It's really. white, white, yeah, white, white and, and grey, yeah. But this time, I'm putting colours in. I've uh, I put greens. I've put ochres. I've put um, pretty little bluey greens. Yeah, that's what I saw in the camera yeah. yesterday. Blue and, greens. Uh, it's it's really spectacular. And well, it's so far, and so we're far. about, uh, about a th- not even a quarter of the way through, I suppose. We're just about a fifth of the way, if I was going to be Excellent. precise through. But I've got the best bits to come the church. Mm. And you know what, I'm also going to do, at least I hope I am, folks, is I'm going to have a light coming through the window. That's the first time I've done this. Light coming through yeah, the window? You know, when you've the got opposite, church, opposite side. You, you imagine the church, okay, yeah. and you've got the windows. In yes, the church. I know exactly. I'm picturing I'm going to head. have the light coming through the church, so you're going to have a light. So I've got to make Blimey. the church a little dark. That's going to be interesting. Well, I've made the sky deliberately dark yeah. because of that reason. Um, and I, I did have this in my mind from the beginning. So it's really is a make it up as you go along job, but it's it's very exciting as you can imagine, folks. I mean, I've got no idea what I'm doing from one <laughs> section to the other. It's just it's going to be so great. I've got no idea what I do. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I have. I, I, I'm being guided. I'm being guided. You're just going <laughs> to let it flow, whatever happens. I am. I mean, but it's got, looking good so I've far. I've got the drawing down, uh, in fairness, but uh, so I know the, the the I know the structure. Hmm. Um, but when I looked at those windows, they're they're, they're They'll stand out really nicely if I can get the contrast. It's getting the contrast right. Yeah. You've got to make the surround, the brickwork and so on, dark enough so that when you put the light in the window, it, it shines through. That's going to be an incredible effect. It's going to be fantastic if it comes off. If it works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed it does. Oh, that's, that's yeah, I'm sure people are going to well, be we'll really excited. we week by week. Yeah. And definitely. if it starts raining next week and, and we get a little bit if of If there's rain weather, in the southeast of the UK, you I, know Dad is videoing. That's right. And I'm, <laughs> I'm getting, getting on with it while I can. <laughs> <laughs> Taking advantage of it. Great. Well, the other thing, the idea that we were talking about last week that we, it was in our heads mm. is now not in our heads. It's coming out in, in a very useful form. Of, of creation so yes it's formulating and it's very 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 excited but we can't say i can't say anything about it yet because it's still not 
it's not well it's nowhere near ready but it's it's gonna it's gonna be really exciting really good but i can't i can't reveal yeah. it what's nice about these ideas though steve when when you, you conceive them i say to you something about oh we should do this and we should do that and you think yeah that's an idea and then we think mm, you know that idea you had that we should do this why don't we do this and that's how it all starts. Yeah. And from that, this all of the ideas that we're now formulating with this uh, new project is, is coming up, uh, coming about. Yeah. And this is what is really, really exciting. Yeah. That's where the excitement comes in. It, the, uh, giving birth to it, the... It's uh, this excitement process, projects. isn't it? And it's this process that now of creating it and formulating mm. it is mm. exciting because it's being influenced by the things over the last sort of few months, isn't it? Absolutely. Influenced these things. We wouldn't be going down this path if it wasn't for this coming in and us doing that and people reacting to that and saying, mm. we'd like to do more of this. Can you show us more of that? And we've all gone, okay, let's mm. take all of that, put it in a pot, stir it around. Mm. And what we've made That's right. is something that That's I right. don't think people would be able to resist. Uh, I'm pretty sure they won't from what we've already achieved. Yeah. So, anyway, that's going to confuse people a lot, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> let's, <laughs> anyway, let's uh, jump straight into some, some questions and feedback. The first one I've got is from Linton Bolton, and this is more of a request, I suppose. Uh, Linton says, Hi, Colin. Could you please try to do more birds? I love the two parrots and would like to see maybe a kingfisher done by you, as I think it would be a wonderful thing to see created in pastels. P.S. All of your animals are stunning. Yes, well, thanks, Linton, and uh, I take everything on board, everybody says. In fact, I did reply to Linton and telling him that we, in fact, have got a bird project on the way. Have yeah. we? Yeah, you don't know about that either, do you? No, you haven't told no, me about this. No, I've, uh, I've had a, a project now under wraps, really, for, oh, must be 18 months now. This is all very secretive. Waiting for it to sort of come uh, come about and uh, it's probably is the one that I'm going to do after Pussycat yeah it's the one that, uh, <laughs> uh, that's if the weather breaks if the weather stays hot you have to wait a little bit longer we might have to yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no it's going to be a that's going to be a bird it won't be a kingfisher though much as I'd like to well you've done like a kingfisher pack haven't yes. you so you've done yes, there is a, if people want to learn mm. how to do a kingfisher then what, what Linton's saying that's okay but it's not uh, it's not on video video yeah so and you've done the goldfinch already and the two parrots so that's right well, be like so this is another bird and it's this is different as well from, from those it's, mm. a, it's a different kind of bird I'm keeping now. I'm you're, keeping you're Steve uh, going. <laughs> I don't know what, he doesn't is, know what I'm talking about. But so a bird's <laughs> on its way, though. Uh, yeah, all being well, the bird's on its way. Great, excellent. Well, that keep Linton happy then, and anyone else that wants to see more birds. The next question we have is from Isabel, and she writes um, quite a long email to do with various things, but she mainly brings up copyright, mm. and she says. Uh, remember I had problems with somebody using my actual painting and removing my signature and putting theirs on my painting. Well, I remember that. Yeah, I do. said, I certainly don't want to get it wrong with copyright. I had no idea what a pheasant... Uh, she's doing a, a picture with a pheasant, a dog uh, and a pheasant. That's right. And she says, um, I had no idea what a pheasant looked like, enough to paint one. And although I was shown one when I was taking the picture of the dog, it was straight. Uh, it wasn't really suitable. I went on the net and looked for dogs with pheasants and after four days I'm sorry not after four days after days of searching I found a picture with pheasants exactly the way I wanted so I painted them from the photo 
I just painted the pheasants and not anything else in the photograph. Is this all right to do or am I breaking copyright? You said in one of your podcasts that painting from a photo was not breaking copyright as you were creating your own. Have I remembered this correctly? I tried to find the photograph online again, but so far with no luck. But I'm sure there was nothing said about copyright. Kind regards, Isabel. Well, whether, whether something said about copyright or not doesn't make any difference. What happens is once you produce a work of art from a photograph, wherever it comes from, whether it comes from a magazine, from a calendar, a book, or from the internet, and you draw that, it, the copyright changes to you on what you do. Right. Your artwork becomes your copyright. Mm. No one, no one in the history, uh, uh, as far as I know, has ever been able to sue anybody going down that Copyright road. Copyright over a painting of a photo. You're not, you're, not, uh, you're not copying a painting, you're copying a photograph. No, you're I mean, yeah, sue someone over a painting. No one sued anyone over no. a painting saying, that's my no, photo because no. it's your own painting. But to be safe, whenever this has been done by members of my class, and I've, I've even done this myself where I've, uh, I've pinched ideas from other, other things, I always change them somehow to be honest you can't do it exactly the same you wouldn't be exactly mm. the same even if you however clever you were mm. so you would change the color um, you know the shape of the beak the shape of a feather but what of course uh, isabel is doing she's only just using a section of that picture yeah. anyway and the, ho the rest of the picture is going to be completely different mm. so there's absolutely no problem with that at all great it happens every single day of the week, one somewhere in the world, someone's doing it. Yeah, taking a... a so yeah. no problem with copyright. Yeah, because also it's your interpretation of that image, isn't yeah, it? Of course it is, yeah. So how... Yeah, there, there is no copyright. So nope. I hope that answers your question, Isabel, and puts your mind at rest. Okay, God, we're whizzing through these. The next one is from John Brock, and it's quite a good email. Um, I picked this up. Uh, Colin, I don't know whether to hate you or love you, oh, for you yeah. snuck up on me and captivated me. I am a retired Australian living on the island of, oh dear, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Chebu or Kebu, C-E-B-U, in the Philippines, and have been here for about 16 months. I intend on staying here for quite a while as I sponsor a young person through university, and it's my joy to be able to help them and make a huge difference in somebody's life. I've always been interested in, interested in trying my hand at watercolour, but my background is in the law, and I could never find the time to do anything at all. Now, however, I have much time and... I plan on buying a whole stack of stuff, but here on the island of Chebu, there is no art supplies. There are no art supplies, and I have to fly out to Manila soon to haunt the art, the two art shops there. I ca I was casually surfing the net when your name popped up, and it was love at first sight. <laughs> your mastery of the pastel and the work you produce intoxicated me. So now I'm torn between watercolor and pastel. Damn it! It's a very nice dam, though, and I thank you for making your stuff available and starting a creative fire inside of me. I have downloaded a lot of your videos, and I study them from start to finish. My imagination goes berserk, as does my creativity, which is like a sleeping monster just waiting to be released. I thank you for introducing me to Pastels and to what is going to be a truly wonderful journey. Thanks for the two downloads, too. Regards, John Brock. Yeah, well, that's a lovely letter, isn't it? Uh, just the sort of thing we really need um, back from people. We, when we're working here and we're doing all that we're doing, we never really quite know where you know it's going to end up. The scale and of what? Who, yeah, and who's listening and so on. And it really is nice to get that feedback. 
And John has since um, joined the members' site, so he's now one of us. He's on and the members, yeah. Yes, yes. And there's so many good things there for him. I mean, 40, what did you say, 48, 49? Subjects. Subjects, that, yeah. And growing. Yeah. So uh, It's mad as well because... Obviously, it, on, seeing, you know, on an island, you know, mm. not easy to get art supplies to an island, I imagine, no. of where, where he is. And he's saying he's got to fly out somewhere mm. to, to get mm. art supplies. So sh- think, you can't ship things, you know, like DVDs and things like that. It's not as easy accessible. No. So he's got a wealth of, as long right. as you've got an internet connection, mm. you can watch all these videos. So yeah. it's really so good that, you know, he's able to mm. let his creative juices flow and, you Absolutely, know, he's, he's so inspired, obviously. So it's really good. Yeah. No, so. I'm, I'm um, delighted for John, and uh, glad we came along, John. Yeah. Glad you. Uh, he, yeah. Glad we came along for him. Yeah. That's we, I mean. Dad, come on. <laughs> we came along. <laughs> no. The next, um, the next uh, question I have is from Claire Carter. She says, "Hi, Colin. I have recently been given photos of aging dogs to draw." And they are not a universal grey colour, but have white hairs dotted around. Could you please tell me how you would tackle this? Yes. Still loving your podcast. You and Steve make a great team. Ah, uh, thank you. Of course we do. Well, um, yep. Uh, this is a problem because when you've got a grey or grey hairs on a, on a dog, whether it's old or not, and you've got, um, it, it's difficult to differentiate between uh, an old dog and a dog that's got grey hairs, isn't it? Yeah. How do you do it? I mean, with an older person, with a with a male or a female, it's easy. You just put a few wrinkles in and a few saggy eyes, and a w- <laughs> you can do all that. But yeah. the dog, a dog doesn't show like that, and, and neither does the cat. And the only real way you can tell is, you know, their grey whiskers, and they they just look a little old. In their eyes, would you say their eyes are a possibly bit a little glazed, a little yes, glazed, yes, yeah. So, but but it, but not not substantially. I think people would find it very difficult to to, you know, show like an ageing animal, like an ageing an dog a- or yeah. a cat. I think so. So what you do there is you you take as as a whole, you copy what you see. Yeah. And, and you, if you see grey hairs, you're using grey, obviously, and using you're using black um, and grey together. You've just got to really um, be a, try to copy exactly what you see. You know, it, it, you ca- you can make things up, but when you've got a situation like that, you've got to be a little bit more particular. Yeah. I usually say with a, when you're doing an animals, you can you can a little bit of artistic license, but in a thing like that, you've really got to focus on what makes it. Ah, I mean, I'm assuming that the person who owns the dog wants it to look old. Now, <laughs> it might not. <laughs> you see, it I'm might... Just, you to paint my dog five years younger. That's right. So uh, it, it may work out that if you miss a few grey hairs off, it might be of benefit. But if you really do want to capture the animal as it is there, and that's what that's been uh, the request for the owner, then I think you've just got to copy exactly. So what don't you miss see. anything out. I wouldn't miss anything because you out. can't. You said about before about not making individual because you can't with a pastel pencil make individual hairs. You can't be that specific. No. With with it. So no. How do you tackle the odd grey hair in a dog? If you need there to be grey, well, the dog. you don't. You do it the other way round. You put the grey first, and then you bring the black into it. So right, you, it's, you can't do it the other way round. So You've rather than put, put on dark. yeah, so rather than put in the grey or focus on the grey, yes, you focus on the yes. black. 
That's right. So you do him whole grey, and then you go right. Mm, yeah. How? Well, not whole. I wouldn't know. I know but, what you mean. But yeah. you put more grey. You focus more mm. on putting the black in around the grey. Actually, the the spaniel that we did a little while ago would give you an idea of how that works. Purdy. Purdy, yeah. yeah. That, and we started off with grey there, uh, and the black then went into it. Yeah. And eventually, when you looked at the animal, it was a black and white animal. Yeah. But in fact, it was a grey animal to start with. You don't put the black directly onto the paper. Mm. So this is how you do it. Now, with a grey, with an ageing animal, you would do the same kind of thing, but you'd have to try to... Leave more grey. ...play with the... Uh, the uh, tease it a little bit. Not an easy thing. She's got a pretty uh, tough job on her hands, actually, to do that and to make it look right. And I can't help, I could help her if I was to do it for her, you know, or, or show somebody, but um, to actually explain it to the, it's, it's very it's difficult. quite hard, yeah. But you would, ha you'd have to do it that way around though. You'd have to put the gray first and then you'd have to put it. Uh, and the other thing you can do then is once you do that, if you're not really happy that you've got maybe got, you've overdone the dark color, you can then sharpen a white pencil and just put that back in. Now, it won't come out as white, it'll come out as grey because you're mixing the two together. Right. But with a sharp pencil, you can actually put the very fine hairs back in again. Yeah, very fine mm. detail. Mm. And you can do that because you've already got the grey as a base colour underneath it. Mm. It okay, works. Yeah, it yeah, works yeah. well. I can imagine that. I can see that mm. working. Well, I hope that's given you enough advice, Claire, on that one. I, I think it would make sense to me. The key to that is sharp pencils. Really sharp white pencils. Sharp, sharp white. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you've got to get that fine, fine hairs in, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. Okay, moving on. Um, the next question is from Ben Cannon Cannonberg. I believe I've said that right. Hopefully, I have been. Hi, Colin. First off, great site. My question is regarding page orientation. I bought both the A4 and the B4 sizes of the on grey paper. My first drawing was the European goldfinch. I used a whole A4 sheet in portrait mode. The, two, the tooth grain had horizontal stripes, which seemed a bit easier to apply the pastel. My second drawing was the white horse. I used the B4 sheet in portrait mode as I wanted to frame it as a gift. The tooth grain went vertical stripes, which I found rather difficult to use compared to the A4 sheet. My pencil sometimes got caught in the grooves and I found myself crushing the paper a lot more by pressing harder, making it difficult to apply the layers of pastel. Have you ever experienced similar problems? Do you always have the stripes horizontally? It seems to me like the B4 paper could be cut incorrectly. Thanks for any guidance. Cheers, Ben. Hmm. Oh, gosh, there's a, lot, there's a lot to get through that one. Um, let's start off by going the last question first right which was can we cut the b4 differently yes we could but it would up the price quite dramatically if we did that right because what happens is they have a, if you imagine one large sheet of paper right yeah and we they have to cut that they cut it for us we don't cut that it's pre-cut cut it for us it's pre-cut so they would cut it to get maximum out of that particular piece of paper Right. And therefore, the price is reflected in that. If they have to lose half of that paper or a third of the paper by cutting it the other way, which is what they would have to do, uh, the price would go up. So there's more wastage if they cut it That's the right. other way. And we'd have to pay for that sheets. wastage. Right. So that doesn't work. Um, but there is a happy ending for at the end of this, folks, okay? So <laughs> bear with me. Um, but with the A4 paper, now, we've never really had a problem with that. Uh, very, very occasionally over the last uh, few years that we've been doing it, I do get an email saying, can I have the paper going the other way, Colin? 
Yeah. But very, very few people do. And I've got to be honest, you've seen pictures on the on the, um, the Facebook page and it doesn't really show up that much. I can't, certainly can't notice the difference. Uh, no, but, uh, but, but Ben's got a point. And he, the, another thing he mentions is, do, which do I like? Do I like it going across? Yeah, because like it, it depends vertical? as well. The A4 is obviously, for portrait, it's going... Uh, horizontally, yes. but then if you turn it on a landscape, and you do a landscape it's going to be the other way. That's yes. right, it's going vertical. In an ideal world, one would have the choice of both. Yes. And in the old days, we used to have that, but uh, nowadays we don't have that because everything's pre-cut. Mm. However, there are answers to this. But coming back to my que- but the Ben's question, what do you prefer? What do I prefer? What's your experience of it? Um, yeah. I prefer the stripe to go horizontal. Right. And Almost without exception, I can't think of an exception at the moment. Every picture you've ever seen me do, the stripes going across. Mm. It doesn't go vertical. So that answers the other question. That's what I prefer. It's only a personal thing. Uh, And I always put that down to me being fussy. That's the way I like it. That's why I like it. I've always had it that way. Yeah. Uh, Some of the good news. We do have a larger paper, which we're going to be talking about in a minute, uh, a little later on. Uh, that we're going to offer people. But I've noticed that the paper that's now coming in from from uh, the supplier, the tooth is not as pronounced. Oh, really? Yep, I noticed that. So once we get rid of the present batch of paper, which might take a little while, yes. I think you'll find the new paper, it won't matter so much whether it's vertical or horizontal because it's not so deep, it's not so uh, ingrained, it's not so strong, right, a tooth. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So, you it's, know that it's, uh, so it's not going to affect it as much because it, it's mm. slightly... What could you do about it, I suppose? This is, is the other question. Um, well, what I would do, now you know that situation, if you have B4 paper and you have A4 paper, you have both, you really do have a choice of either you or, could you? Cut, could you cut mm. the B4? You're the one that would have to cut the B4. You're yeah. the one that would have to waste a little bit of the paper. Mm. That's the only thing. But you could use the, ba- the B4 for landscape, you know, any, in a landscape situation, on the, and the um, A4 for portrait. Right. Okay. And it wouldn't be too difficult to do that. I mean, I know there's a difference between B4 and A4. You know, there's a size difference. But we've been using A4 for donkeys now, and uh, yeah. people can manage it. I can manage it, and I, in fact, prefer that size when I'm... Slightly smaller size, yeah. Mm. Uh, so now we've got the B4 as well. You do have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, that's uh, all the questions. Um, but I ended with that question deliberately because it brings us on to our next mm. thing, which is to do with paper. Now, we've obviously had qu- requests for larger paper we a have. lot, a mm. lot over the... Over the however long and we've now finally come up with a solution for all those out there that want larger than b4 paper mm-hmm. um do you want to explain i will i'll explain to them what the what the deal is because sure. it, it's not going to be put on our art store because it's such a specific requirement and we had someone that requested it and we managed to sort of arrange it but it's such a particular process that putting it on the store is not going to be easy mm-hmm. so we've we've got a workaround for people that specifically want this yeah well what happened was we when the paper the the last batch of paper came into me it came in in the the large sheets now the large sheets give you an idea it's 19 and a half inches by 27 and a half inches now that's pretty big that is quite big that's pretty big 
that's the size of my Pilpera picture, you know, the one you like downstairs. Is it? Yeah, that, that big? That would be that big, yeah. So and Blimey. if you want centimetres, I can give them to you. It's 49 by 69 centimetres. So we're looking at big sheets of paper. Mm. Now, flat packing them and sending them off you can't is an absolute... It's well, huge. you wouldn't be able to do it. No, you'd They'd have to bend fold it their and paper. end up with the right mess at the end of the... Right. So what we've done, we're going to put them in tubes. Yes. I've managed to get a, a large tube now from a supplier. Great. And that tube is able to take six sheets of that large size paper. Yeah. Or 12 sheets. So we're offering it now in two. Um, this is new. This is only really in the, in the last couple of days that we've managed to so do 12. So 12 sheets of big or six sheets of big? Both can take either six I or can twelve. Six or twelve. It depends on how many, how much you want. Bear in mind, these are big sheets of paper. Twelve sheets would be quite well, a lot. One sheet of paper is four B4s. Wow, blimey! So that if you is. imagine B4, which is a quite a largest sheet of paper, yeah. it's four times that. That's the size of this paper. Blimey! So we are big, but that would also solve Ben's problem, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. If you think about it. You've got. Um, you can cut whatever you want there. It's a lot, a lot to play with. <laughs> Um, so anyway, that would, that's going to be offered. Giving you some idea of pricing, the six sheets would cost you £11.50 for six sheets of paper. Yes. Twelve sheets of paper would cost you £23. Double that, right? Yes. The tube itself costs £4. No, we'd, okay. we'd, we'd charge £4. So let's assume for the moment you want six sheets of paper, £11.50. 50 plus. Plus £4, that's £15.50. That's how right. much it for would cost six. you. Massive pieces of paper. That's right. Large pieces. On top of that, we would add postage. Yeah. I can't. We can't work on our normal postage rates because it's, it's a, a tube. big tube. Yeah. So, okay. So this is. Uh, do you want me to explain how to do it? Or well, you I'll, do? I'll say so. Okay. So that's that's working out how much it, it costs for the materials, but the postage obviously we have to calculate. Yeah. Depending on where you are. That's right. Uh, because you know overseas or European or UK delivery, it's it's all going to be different. So. What we're requesting is if you would like, because this is in purely on a bespoke ordering system, so it, only if you request it will we be able to offer it. So if you would like this um, six sheets or 12 sheets with the tube sent to you, you need to email dad directly, and his email address is colin at bradleygallery.co.uk. That's B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-G-A-L-L-E-R-Y.co.uk, bradleygallery.co.uk. If you send Dad an email with your address, so your your home address, we'll know how and how many sheets you want. We'll be able to calculate your postage according to that. So if you say um, I'm in the UK and I want ten sheets, uh, 12, uh, 12, 12 sheets, then we can come back and say it's going to cost this much with a, a PayPal invoice, right? That's right. You don't have to have PayPal obviously to pay. You can pay via card. Um, with a button on it. So if you would like a quote for, for six or 12 sheets um, to be sent to you, just send us an email yep. with your address and how much uh, how many sheets you would like, and we can send you a price for that. That's right. So, because postage for a tube like that, I, I don't know if you can give any kind well, of I can rough... give you an idea. I can give you an idea because we've just sent, sent a pack off to uh, Los Angeles. Okay, so to America then this was yeah, this for was to, six sheets? I can sheets. tell you exactly what it would have been. Six or 12? No, this was just six. Six. Six sheets. It was £11.50, okay. For post... Oh, yeah. no, no, for the six sheets. For the six sheets. £4 for the tube. Yeah. And it cost £9.90 to send it. Right. 
So it gives you an idea. That's to America. That's to America, and that's all. That's that's no. That would be international rate. That would go to Australia anywhere. Okay, so internationally. But if it was Europe, it would be slightly cheaper than that. Yeah. And if it was UK, it would be slightly cheaper than that. Okay, so I we can't have to give them the prices at the moment. That's 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 a really rough guideline of roughly. I, I reckon it would be about a fiver to send that five pounds to send that to UK yeah. destination, and somewhere between five pounds and nine pound ninety, if it were. Between the two, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't so give exact figures. No, so that's so that's. But th- this is the this is the reason why we're we're saying to people, request if the, if you want it, we can do it. Yep. So send an email, Colin at BradleyGallery.co.uk, if you would like some of that, and okay. that covers the paper. That's it. I think we've covered everything now. Then have we? If you, oh, what about ex- uh, are we doing any exercises at all? Steve? Well, there are actually. It's funny you should mention that. There are two new. <laughs> There are two new exercises that are coming out on the member site after the cat and the mixed media. So right. we've got the veins on a horse exercise that yep. you um, someone requested a while back about mm. how to draw mm. veins on a horse. That's right. And you've done a specific exercise for that. So that will go up. And then the other one is um, for the dark rocks. That's right. How to do dark rocks. Yeah. So we've got that coming yeah, so that's, that's in the next two or three weeks, isn't it? Or yes, yes, yes. That'll be coming very soon to the members. So look yeah. out for that. Um, if you've got a question for the podcast, you can email Dad directly again to the same email address, colin at bradleygallery.co.uk. But if you put in the subject line podcast, then we know that your question is for the show and we will answer it on yep. the show for you. Yep. So if you want to mention and uh, ask a question, by all means, go for it. And other than that, if you want to head over to Facebook, our Facebook page, you can share your own artwork. We're still getting people posting their own artwork on that, which is great. So head on over to that, facebook.com slash Colin1940. And you can also, if you have a minute, we'd love you to review us on iTunes. If you can, out of five stars, drop us a little rating, perhaps a, a little message to say if you're enjoying the show. And that's it, I think. Right. Have you got anything else to say? I don't think I have at the moment. I've got lots to talk about, but you won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. It's it's all building. Right. So anyway, that's it for this week. Let's get out of this hot room. It, yeah, it's <laughs> sweltering in it's here. It's boiling. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I insisted on closing the window, folks, because I... I I've got them back to the window here, and these lorries go past, and they you wouldn't hear them, I'm sure, with this directional mic. It puts you off, doesn't it? it? It puts me off. <laughs> That's a very fast lorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not racing cars. Anyway, that's it. Let's let's get out of this room. Um, so thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy your week. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to try that again yeah let's do it again <laughs> I'm Stephen Bradley <laughs> oh dear, dear. and I'm Colin Bradley <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your week. week we got it <laughs> I'm not even gonna, you know what? I'm not even going to edit that no, out no that's great I'm going to leave that in that's great <laughs> I need a drink now I'm sweating <laughs>